Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The promise of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible citizen-centric government? Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician, and she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and postpartisan solutions for the 21st century. Now, here's your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy. Welcome to the Reimagine America Radio Hour. I'm a businesswoman, not a politician. One thing my staffs and my partners have always known is that I've got your back in good times and in bad times as long as you are honest with me. It's my first day of the project, first day of your new job speech. If something is going to get better than we expected, well, let me know so I can improve our positioning and toot your horn. And if we're about to have a problem, tell me. Don't attempt to hide it and don't try to make it go away. If I know bad things are coming, I can manage the problem to a soft landing. The one thing I will not tolerate is being lied to. You see, I trust people explicitly until they give me a reason not to. Don't let me get surprised and never lie to me. There will never be a second chance to lie to me. That is a promise. Now, that doesn't mean that if you lie to me, you're going to be summarily fired, but it does guarantee that you will be assigned tasks that minimize the risk to the overall effort and your personal advancement opportunities. Whether it's boss or client, sometimes there are tough messages to deliver. And in those moments, when what makes that medicine go down is my credibility, my integrity. I won't compromise that. I won't ever compromise that because once it's lost, it's lost forever. Well, politics is a little different than business. More about positioning, more about perceptions than the binary good or bad of a thing. In case you don't know it, positioning begins with each caucus in each legislative chamber in the nation issuing legislative talking points every single morning of the session. These are the party line on key issues of that specific day. Talking points 
are more like an advertisement than facts. And as a consumer, a voter, a citizen, it's important to understand that. But talking points don't work if there isn't an incontrovertible fact buried within them, or at least they didn't work until the Trump era. Some 30,000 confirmed lies later, they like to call them alternative facts. Alternative facts circulating widely among the American people. Lies that become truth in the retelling in tighter and tighter circles of individuals on social media, talk radio, not to mention Fox News, ONN, Newsmax, Gab, and so on. No excuse so for the so-called mainstream media either. You know, they can be very loose with their use of the facts when it is convenient for them to do so. For example, the vote in the Senate this past week that is described as a vote to proceed to impeach President Trump a second time. Nah, not exactly true. The actual vote wasn't on the merits of the Rand Paul proposal to delay the process of impeachment by having a debate on the constitutionality of impeaching a now former president. It was a motion, what actually passed was a motion to table the requested debate until after the trial had begun. So you see, it was not a vote for how people are going to vote on um, impeachment or not impeachment, but rather on when the debate for the constitutionality, should that debate become necessary, was to take place. So no excuses for mainstream media for messing with the facts either. On the night of January 6, 2021, in the hours immediately following the insurrection at the Capitol, a very shaken Utah Senator Mitt Romney stood in the United States Senate and told his colleagues it was time for them to, quote, tell your constituents the truth, unquote. Romney's statement was neither gentle nor collegial. He's just said it flat out. Stop lying to your constituents. This was a free and fair election and Trump lost. Mitt Romney had a long and distinguished business career before his first successful political bid running as to be and then governing the state of Massachusetts. In the 2012 GOP standard bearer was confronting on the night of January 6th, the fact that in today's Republican party, lying to your constituents to accrue political capital has become the norm. And he told them that in clear and unambiguous words. Sadly, it appears from the initial impeachment vote that five or fewer of the 50 Republican senators currently serving in the United States Senate are willing to even consider following such basic advice. They're refusing to tell the truth, even as the death toll or face the truth might be a better way to say it. Even as the death toll resulting from the big steal the biggest lie of all, 
reaches seven. And it now includes three police officers, one murdered by the mob, two who died by suicide following the traumatic stress of the situation. An additional 140 officers, some Capitol Hill police, some Washington Metropolitan Police were injured. One may lose an eye, many have concussions. There were dozens of broken bones. Other officers were beaten and some were even stabbed. Senator, Miss or, or Mr. Senator, those injuries were received while defending the lie, your very lives. And now you just want to let bygones be bygones? You want to talk about unity? I don't think so. Lies repeated in the hallowed halls of Congress not only threaten the confidence of the people of the United States of America, but they threaten their confidence in their government. Those lies feed the conspiracy theories that lurk in the shadows of our society and have threatened this society throughout our history. While Donald Trump didn't create the theories, he fertilized the environment in which they flourished. Spread at lightning speed across social media platforms. Algorithms searching and introducing similar views at the speed of artificial intelligence. So yes, Facebook, you share in the guilt for what happened on January 6th. Reducing the power of critical thinking and encouraging the acceptance of false ideas, false flags, and even fake pe people, creating confirmation bias in nanoseconds for profit. Yes, you're culpable. The fact is that Trump was the first president to practice lying as both the route to and the protector of his power. A former TV producer who used his lies to radicalize so many, so many susceptible people, pe folks who see themselves on the fringes of society. As our brother's keepers, we need to help those people. But that is a serious and complicated topic for yet another day. The susceptible those people on the fringes became the tools of long-standing virulent extremist groups, the KKK, the Oath Keepers, the Boogaloo Boys, Neo-Nazis, Proud Boys, and others that have less commonly known names. And all these groups share a single ideology, a desire to overthrow democracy and impose their own fascist system of conformance through violence. Power is the most powerful aphrodisiac. We've agreed on that before. But it makes people even crazier when you season it with incitement and gunpowder. So you senators who hid under your desks and begged for someone to come and rescue you, do you think that if that mob had broken through that very, very thin blue line to whom you owe your lives, 
that they would have bothered to sort Republicans and Democrats before they started shooting and beating members of Congress? While we wait for the extremists to either regroup or to be broken up by the FBI, 7,000 National Guardsmen stand at the ready, guarding the newly reinforced and fenced off U.S. Capitol against a domestic enemy. Just Tuesday, the Department of Homeland Security issued a bulletin warning of the explicit dangers of violent extremist attacks on local and federal government facilities. Americans planning to attack, maim, and potentially kill other Americans with guns, bombs, and other weapons. Especially, we're now told, around March 4th, the date of presidential inaugurations until 1936. Black sites are full of blogs, messages, and memes promising the conspirators that Congress and the mob will force Congress to restore Donald J. Trump to his rightful place at the head of the government on March the 4th. Thus, the big steal, the biggest lie of all, persists even as the FBI tracks down hundreds of the most culpable insurrectionists. Is this the future you want for yourself? for your children? And what message will this, these extremists take from a trip to Mar-a-Lago by House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy this past Thursday? He went to kiss the ring of Trump in exile? Trump as the Napoleonic figure banished, but only banished to return in triumph? There lurks, waiting for the signal, a domestic enemy released by the lies and exhortations of the former president of the United States, his aides and abettors in Congress, in state legislatures, in for-profit media, and on the black web. While it is necessary to punish the rioters themselves to the full extent of the law, and to illuminate as much as possible of the larger white supremacy and anti-government network of organizations to disrupt the largest number of groups and individual participants that we can. We're not gonna arrest all of the 10 or 15 or 20,000 who stormed the Capitol, but we gotta do the best we can with the most. While it's necessary to punish those rioters, it's more important to punish the powerful people who incited the mob to violence, not just on the 6th, but in the days and weeks and months that led up to that pivotal moment. And that punishment begins with the impeachment of Donald J. Trump using his own words and his own actions before, during, and after January the 6th. But punishment must be meted out to the politicians who perpetuated the big steal, the big lie. They're more concerned about enhancing their individual pursuit 
of the 2024 presidential nomination than they are the future of our democracy. And the other political and media professionals who have profited while aiding the perpetuation of the big steal, the biggest lie of all. This is not a battle joined by conservative against liberal, if those terms even have any meaning anymore. This is a battle for the Republic, for small d democracy. Trump's lies, GOP's sycophancy, and the attempted insurrection must remain outside the normal bounds of our rough and tumble politics. Neither January 6th nor the month that led up to that deadly event can be allowed to become a precedent for future actions in 2022, 2024, or beyond. Violent insurrection, voter suppression stops here and it must stop now. A member of the House or the Senate who lies to their constituents, who lets their constituents get surprised, should not be a member of Congress, neither of the House nor of the Senate. As citizens, we must fight our <clears throat> as citizens, we must fight our politicians' thirst for power with every tool available to us. First, we must insist that each member of the United States Senate find the simple personal courage to vote for the truth. Impeaching Donald J. Trump and barring him from future office. As Chris Christie has said, and we all know Chris and Donald Trump have a long time uh, personal friendship. If what happened on January 6th is not impeachable, then nothing is impeachable. And beyond impeachment, we must hold each of the senators and representatives who aided and abetted the, the big lie about the big steal, the biggest lie of all, each of those members of the House and the Senate must be held accountable. Voters cannot reelect someone proven to lie to them in such a shameless and brazen manner. Without trust, there is no representation and thus earning no vote. It's quite that simple. It's time now to recruit a new class of conservative politicians, more in the model of Adam Kissinger or Liz Cheney than Kevin McCarthy or Josh Hawley. Make these politicians fear primary challenges on the right less than challenges from the righteous. But the best candidates can't prevail over the liars without adequate resources. So while billboards that look like wanted posters may be emotionally satisfying to some conservatives, the businesswoman in me says the Lincoln Project's new project, defund the liars and hypocrites, does seem the more promising route. I mean, after all, Money is the mother's milk of politics. So first, we've got to dry up the corporate funding for those Republicans. And the Lincoln Project and 
congratulations to American business horrified by what they saw on January 6th, acting on their own, speaking up and saying that their political action committees will no longer make contributions to these particular individuals or to the party as a whole until it cleans up its act. Well, that's a good first step. But we all know about backsliding when you need a favor from a politician. What the Lincoln Project's proposing is to maintain a quarterly review of corporate PAC contributions to publicize any backsliding by those corporate PACs between now and the midterms in 2022. Holding corporate America's feet to the fire will create funding opportunities for emerging moderate primary opponents to these sitting GOP sycophants. Republicans in Congress, you are as responsible as former President Trump for aiding and abetting the big steal, the biggest lie, the lie that cost seven American lives and God help us may yet cost more. Don't expect to be rewarded by a big midterm boost into a congressional majority. We the people no longer trust you. Thanks for listening to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. You can learn more at reimagineamerica.org. Got a comment or an idea for a future show? Email Joyce at reimagineamerica.org or find her on Twitter at Joyce Cordy or at Reimagine Radio. Take a minute now and go to reimagineamerica.org. Join the forum. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you love the podcast, donate and tell others. You can invite Joyce to speak at your next meeting or conference through reimagineamerica.org. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast at ricochet.com or c-sweetnetwork.com. That's c-sweetnetwork.com. Together, we really can reimagine America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.